Hey, we're so glad you found us. This is a Juicy Pear Podcast with Sean and Wendy. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Sean. And we want to share with you some storytelling that leaves you feeling entertained, inspired, and puts a smile on your face. And we are truly hoping to be able to talk about relatable topics, especially in this world of craziness. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. Stay tuned. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Hey, hi, Wendy. I'm, how are you too? I'm good. You know, yeah. I'm kind of excited because we've had a lot of interviews lately and we just haven't had a chance just us two to talk. Yep. We've been doing a lot of interviews. They've been really nice though. We've been filling up our Sundays with talking to Kelly and talking to John and then there's a whole bunch more coming I know. Up. Laura. So, yep. Yeah. Talking to Laura. So Sean and I had a lot of fun last night and yep. we went to yes. a great place called Hamburger Mary's. And yes. it's a drag bar. Yep. It's oh a franchise, too. So there's a lot of different um, hamburger Marys we all had, over the United States. We had so much fun. I tell you, I had like the best dessert I've ever had. It's um, It was a fried Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like rock gut to me. <laughs> so it was actually fried Twinkies. And it had like raspberry sauce over it and whipped cream. It was Awesome, Sean. <laughs> and this is why I got this mark right on my lip because I had too much sugar. I had yeah. sugar overload. And I come from the point of, oh my goodness, it would make me sick to my stomach. Oh, no. Sure. I loved every bite, Sean. That's great. <laughs> it was great. They had the best food and drinks. I loved it. Yeah, we had a big crowd of ladies um, that went into the restaurant. And with social distancing, we all have to sit at separate tables. And yeah. you still have to wear your mask. And uh, we only can have 25% of the people be in the building itself. So yeah. it was pretty a pretty skinny crowd. I think, of course, if we didn't have this whole pandemic and so many orders that it probably would have been a busier place and yeah. a whole lot louder and you're trying to be supportive and yeah. They have a sm- they have this business that they're trying to grow. Um but COVID has completely shut them down and they're just trying to yeah. make ends meet. Like everything else. But yeah, we had a lot of fun last night. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. So what are we mm-hmm. going to talk about today, Sean? Do we want to talk about your dating experiences? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So I'm married, so I don't have the dating experiences. <laughs> uh, we can go back way back when, back in the horse totally. and buggy days when horse I was and buggy single. Days. <laughs> yes. Yeah, those were some interesting days. But I cannot imagine being single um, in a time like now. So yeah, I'm going to... I find myself because what you just told me. Okay, so she told me one of the most outrageous stories about an hour ago. This completely (laughs) ridiculous text that she got from this guy, and I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" So let me just start off by saying that (laughs) I have been divorced three and a half, almost four years, and when you're forty something, and it really doesn't even matter what age. But really, in your 40s and your 50s, and you're finding yourself divorced and having to think about your single life again and your dating life again, it's extremely daunting. And they always say it's not always the best idea to meet people at the bar. And that's pretty much a spot on thing. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, people challenge you about getting on dating apps. And I have many girlfriends that like to challenge me to get on any kind of dating apps. But... um, Recently, I had a date with somebody. It went just fine. It seriously went fine. We had dinner and a lot of talking. It was just dandy spandy. Wait, wait a minute. Back up. What? I, what am I but backing you told up me, about? Yeah, you, you got to tell me. He was a good kisser, though. Yep, he was fine. 
And yeah. um, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate his looks? Uh, it was probably a good seven, eight. He was fine. Seven, eight. Okay. Yeah, he had a nice beard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker for He had for nice beards. eyes. <laughs> yep. He seemed to be athletic, okay. which is good. Okay. And then um, we had made plans for a week and a half later to meet, and I was going to make supper, and we were going to hang out again. And he proceeded to tell me um, two days prior, so it was on a Monday, He's proceeded to tell me that um, he's on many other dating apps, and he had just gotten home from a date. No, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Everybody. He You're was on many, dating apps. many, many dating apps. <laughs> His dance card was not only full, it was extended oh, beyond God. belief. Spare me, please. <laughs> and then... Um, oh, my goodness. So then he proceeded to say to me in, this t- in the same text, he said that... I forgot how I lost what I was going to say. Um, he said... That he just got home from a date, that Wednesday was off the table, that he was not going to come over, and that he told me very, almost meanly, um, and please do not communicate with me anymore. Wednesday was off the table, folks. So mind you, off the table. mind you, I work overtime to not be the type that's a stalker, right. that over texts, right. that acts. You weren't, and you weren't. Anyway, no, yeah. Heck no. No. So he made it sound like, um, you know, don't text me, don't communicate with me. So I'm too important. Please I don't go- bother me at work. Please don't text me. <laughs> I am so, so important. So let me say this. So I oh gladly went, gosh. I gladly know that I don't answer back because I'm not going to grovel and I'm not going to fight for him. So I gladly just went, okay. And that's all I said back to him. And, no, but um, this is the funny part, what? folks. This is the funny part. So okay. you would think after that, everything would be done. No. No. <laughs> so what does he do this morning? He sends no. you no. No, no, but let me finish first, okay. though. I proceeded then to just delete his name out of my phone. Yeah. Not, he's not worth my time. It's totally cool. Delete your name. You're done. Right. No more. This is good. And last night, Friday night, is yeah, that's the one he proceeded to uh, probably be a little bit lonely it's a Friday night. He probably had his daughter. He's sitting around by himself and proceeds to then blow up my phone and tell me, well, you know, I think that we should probably give another chance and I would like to go back <laughs> oh out for a drink God. with you. So I think we could see how we could have another go around. And I was like, nope, I'm That's good. So ridiculous. I'm good. That is so beyond ridiculous. I can't even like, oh my gosh. You know, I legitly feel like when you're on these dating apps, um, especially for me in the age group that I'm in, yeah, I am not going to grovel for anybody. No. And I know my worth. I know. I fully know Absolutely. that I am pretty awesome. That you I are am pretty awesome. Pretty, you don't need that crap. I'm so enough. That, that was like clown city right yeah. there. But I you had another chase. clown a few weeks ago. Remember that clown that said that he worked from the, in the oil rigs or whatever? Oh my gosh, and I was then, totally catfished a couple of weeks ago. Okay, yeah, you guys <laughs> say that story. So everything was going wonderful. Well, sort of, it was going wonderful. Yeah, but you had like two or three texts with him and then what is he saying? Oh, I love you. He's like, so oh. there was another person, well, this was like over a month ago. Oh my gosh. I another, can't keep up with this, Sean. Another <laughs> person that was I was chatting with and he says, um, he started to call me baby, he started to call me queen. He started to call me <laughs> Uh, that he loved me. This was only like after a couple days. And I was like losing my mind on this. I was like, so I knew that I needed to stop talking be- to him because um, 
all the things he was saying, you don't exactly fall in love within five days. I mean, people might, but no way. This is you crazy. Yeah, but yeah. So he was convincing me that he worked on an oil rig off of the shore of New Jersey. <laughs> it was just crazy, right? So then um, oh my we were talking on the phone and he so desperately wanted me to tell him that I loved him. And I was like, there's no way. That's so outrageous. And then he decides to say to me that the next day is going to be his birthday and that he feels that I should buy him things oh, off yeah. of eBay. So he sent you pictures of what he yeah. wanted you to buy him. He sent oh he sent me texts of some drills and a rent set <laughs> in a text saying, can you buy me these on eBay? And I wrote back, I said, what are oh. you saying to me? He goes, I need you to buy me these things on eBay, baby. Come on, baby, buy these things. I, I need you to send them to me. I said, what? I go, if you work on an oil rig... I think that the oil rig company would have bazillion dollars to buy you these wrenches. I would think you have a bunch of tools in you your needed. own, dude. So I mean, stupid. seriously. Oh uh, he thought gosh. you were his sugar mama or something. Yeah. And know. then he says to me, but tomorrow's my birthday, so you could buy these for my birthday. And it's it was Christmas just passed. He goes, come on, baby. You can do it. Baby, I love you. I love you. Please I was like, buy me a wrench. <laughs> I said, oh, my good Lord. I wrote back, I said, do not ever text me again. Do not communicate with me. No way. <laughs> That must have been fun to write. Delete. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. It was crazy. You know what? I don't know how you're dealing with that ridiculousness. I, yeah. I don't know how honest. I deal with half of it as well. As- that is so beyond silly. I mean... But it's also sad at the same point. So I have a lot of... It's um, really sad. Well, I have a lot of friends that are dating or I have friends that are also married as well. And it's sad to be single looking at their relationships. And a lot of people are sad in their relationships. Yeah. relationships with their significant others. Right. Um, they're unhappy. Um, and that's where I was once, you know, once upon a time. My married life was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So we looked good mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. paper. We looked good at the mm-hmm. church pews. Yeah. But when you got home uh, behind closed doors, it wasn't so pretty. our life was in shambles. It was in shambles. And, and it's we, so good that you're not in that place it was anymore. Completely, yeah, it was completely a, a two-faced Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of life. Ugh. And um, so now that I'm on the outside looking in um, and realizing my worth and mm-hmm. knowing that even though I am single, singlehood is quite okay to be in and you just need to take it, absorb it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you find friends that um, love up on you and take care of you as well, uh, that yeah. don't hurt you, that are in it with you, that uh, support you. It's so incredibly right. important to have supportive friends. In my season of life right now, some of my friendships have taken a turn and it makes me extremely sad. But then, uh, so I, I just pray over that and I pray that things change. I know people can lecture about forgiveness and grace and mercy and what have you. And I completely believe in all of that. But I also don't believe, though, in hurting those that you love. Yeah, and, I don't. Um, I think the one of the worst things that you can do as a person is do something really horrible and then hide behind that behind a Bible scripture. For sure. I think that's the absolute worst kind of a person. And sure. um, I don't tend to get along with people like that. Yeah. It's such a fine line when you are trying yeah. to talk to people and they like to be like, well, I found forgiveness. Why can't you? And yeah. um, I've been told many times I had to get over it. And I'll tell you from a world of being an infidelity, I, it's really, really hard to get over it. I'm only three and a half years out of it. I have a long ways to go. And I wonder every day, every day I wonder, well, is this the day that I get over it? Is this the day that I get to wake up and not remember that I'm single? 
I don't think that'll ever happen. I mean, I think that will always stay with you. Yeah. And that's okay. There's no getting over it. You don't have to get over anything. Yeah. You don't have to have anybody tell you how to act, feel, or be. Right. That comes on your own terms. For sure. Yeah. You know? Every time I wake up, I always think, I'm in my own home by myself. Why am I here? Oh, that's right. It's because Mm. I had a bad marriage, an ex that cheated, and now we're divorced. And so every time you wake up, you're like... Why do I live in this condo? Oh, that's because this, this, and this has happened. Why do my right. kids move in and out of my house and his? Well, because X, Y, and Z has always happened. Yeah. But, so then I got to flip the switch, change my mindset. I don't want to sit in that space of being so, feel sorry for myself, woe is me. Because I yeah. can easily go there, admittedly. Yeah. But I just want to. Um, and it wasn't a healthy relationship. I remember. Yeah, it wasn't. At all. You don't deserve that. You deserve something better. I thought it was going to be a healthy relationship. But yeah, I was. I went in with blinders on. And um, yeah, I thought I was going to be thinking all the good stuff for the marriage. It was going to be fantastic. And we were in that infatuation stage. And that's okay, though. It's a lot of lessons learned that I take with me into the next relationships. So like now that I'm dating and doing all this um, all the things with dating, the first thing in my mind is um, I cannot go ever go back to having um, any relationship where I'm not known to be worthy. I, I cannot go no. to anybody that's going to no. call me names. No. I can't go no. to anybody that's going to cheat. No one deserves that no. at all. I can't do it. I can't. And that's sort of like, you got to get in the mindset, the person that's doing that is, uh, you know, that person is a broken person. So they can't find their way out of it. So what they do is they're going to expel their crap on somebody else because they can't seem to find a way out of their negativity. So they're going to expel it onto you. But when it's happening to you, you probably feel like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Or what did I do wrong? It's me. It's me. It's me. It's not you. For that person, because no one deserves to be treated like that. And I got blamed a lot. A lot was always my fault. Yeah. If, If money problems were our problem, it was somehow my fault. If... Yeah. Too much drinking was happening. It was somehow my oh. fault. Like there was a lot of stuff I always felt like I was blamed for. Yeah, that's not good. It's not probably not good for you to even revisit when you think about it. You're probably like, man, how? Right now, you're probably like, how did I put up with all that? You probably see it more. As just being a very a, good, dutiful person yeah, and a wife. Yeah. I was trying to be a good right. example to the kids. Well, I was married way back when. Yes, right, I right. Used to be married to, right. uh, to somebody else. Right. This was like in my teen. You know, I was like, was quite young. Right. I was nineteen, twenty. Right. He was like the first guy that sort of, I don't know, gave me a lot of compliments and stuff. He ended up being like an habitual liar. He really was, and it was really strange how that happened. But um, which is manipulation and controlling when they're very lying. much so. Yep. Same thing. I mean, even with like the littlest things, and it, with money especially. So I was in the service at the time. Mm-hmm. And so wherever we went, you know, they knew that I was in the military. So I was pretty much the one making the money. And he was the one that, I don't know, he was a painter. He did like these odd jobs. Mm-hmm. And I had ridiculous, I had neighbors coming up to me like, you know, so-and-so, your hubby was in the apartment and um, eating pizza all day. And I'm like, oh, I thought he was like working or whatever. And mm. this was back when movies, you rented out movies, Okay. If you did not turn in your movie, like Blockbuster, you would get like these massive late fees. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. So I was vacuuming and I moved the couch and there's like six or seven movies and they were like sitting there. I'm like, oh, nice. Right. So I find out that I owe, it's, he put it under my name, like $300 worth of late <laughs> oh my gosh. fees. That's just with movies. That's crazy. He did that with everything. Go to the ATM. I'm like, okay, just take out 40. Okay. Okay. It'd be like, okay, baby. Okay. Yeah. Again with the baby. Okay. And so 
he'd come back. Did you take out 40? Yep. I took out 40. Yep. The dummy, I would go, I, I went and used the car. I saw the ATM receipt, right? I quite clearly saw 60. Now, some people would be like, well, that's not a big deal. He just took $20 out more. You know, he took actually out 60. But the fact that he lied about that and he did that all the time, he yep. took, because he looked right at me and said, no, it was 40. And I'm like, no, here's the receipt. You took out took 60. Yep. Are you confused? You do not know how the number system works. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I mean, it was just... Scrambling to figure out how to cover his tracks. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Totally so get it. we were extremely totally mismatched. We shouldn't really have even gotten married. It only sure. lasted like nine months and it should have been like annulled. For sure. You know, but that was way back when, um, you know, I didn't really... I, I learned a lot from that. I know. Um, I know. Like for me too, I look back, I'm like, we were so mismatched. Oh, extremely mismatched. I like, was like, what? oh, this is not yeah, really great. What did so... I get myself into? Yeah. Yeah. And then he would get mad and punch holes in the walls. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. And he left me with that apartment. I mean, I, cause I told him leave. And when he did, I was left with massive like repair bills. Cause yeah. there was like four, he'd get mad. Yep. He like had a short fuse. Yep. Totally. So as I soon totally as he'd get, get mad, he'd like punch a hole in the yep. wall. Like a, you know, like a totally. six year old. That was the same thing with mine too. Oh my gosh. So he, yep. there was like six, so true. there was all these holes in the wall of our apartment. Yeah. How, I don't know. That was I, I, I that was so long ago though, but yeah. yeah. I witnessed punching glass, and we <sighs> had to be in the emergency room to get stitches in, in his oh hands. Oh my gosh! He was oh uh, gosh. throwing eggs on the wall. Oh nice! Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I don't it know. Was you got insanity. Get it. I know. I know. It's so bizarre. Yeah, and when you're in it, when you're down in the trenches of it, right? You're just it's survival mode, and you're just trying to make your marriage work, and you don't want to be divorced, right? And, right? Because I don't even know what that looks like. They've always said that when you're throwing around the word divorce in the marriage and you're throwing it around mm -hmm. and you're saying it out loud, yeah, it's not a good sign. No, it's and not. It's not a good it's sign. It's not. So when you yeah. are in a heated argument, yeah. and you're maybe standing in the middle right. of the kitchen and they're like, why don't we just get divorced? Yeah. I, it's I remember. Like, don't even say it. Don't now, this was way back when. I remember it. telling him that and uh, it didn't really end well. I won't get into the details too much other than... When I told him that and he realized like, oh, you know, it's done. There was a party going on in an apartment next to ours. Yeah. And I kind of, I ran over there and he was running after me in through the party. And I went to the bathroom of that party and he was trying to get to me to that bathroom. He broke their bathroom door down. And there was a bunch of, there was guys holding him back and in between me. And it was just not. He was ready to clobber you then. Yeah. Yeah. He broke down their door. Yeah. That was the last I saw of him. Thank goodness. Yeah. I, I think about these things and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I was lucky to, I don't know. I was lucky that it, it just, you know, he was gone and yep. done. And, you know, I wish him well. I'm sure he's. You know, that's been, it's been a long time, so I'm sure he's moved on, and I wish him well, but from afar. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah, so. We should stalk him on Facebook. No, I'm just kidding. No. No, let's not stalk anybody on Facebook. No. Yeah, I just, I don't, it doesn't, yeah, he yeah. owes me some money. Stalking people on yeah. Facebook so I, I, I don't care. I don't even want it. You know, it's like, yeah. you know what, I, I just wash my hands of it. It's yeah, that's fine. something else in singlehood, too, is. The whole stalking on Facebook thing. Yeah, because um, way back then watching. they didn't have that. No, oh my gosh. Facebook so long ago. Yeah. Can you imagine as a high schooler now having that and having oh. your every single thing recorded or, you know, somebody that you don't even know and that might be recording you, catching you doing something and then For posting sure. it all over without your permission. And, For sure. You know, I mean, oh God, what kind of, that? that's a tremendous amount of pressure. I feel bad for 
the young people today having to deal with that constant pressure, yeah. you know, that hyper, that hyper thing of, of knowing every single thing that a person has to do. So it's been a very interesting episode uh, today, Sean. Yeah. Lots of things to talk about <laughs> with single hunt dating and Facebook stalking. Oh my gosh. And crazy ex-husbands that are in bathrooms. and It's a crazy oh world man. we live in, isn't it? It's crazy. It's a broken world. And we're all just trying to survive. We're happy to share the, our stories with you. Yeah. We hope you guys have a great day. Yep. Talk See to you later. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here. We had so much fun, didn't we, Sean? Yes. I totally hope, everybody, that you enjoyed our episode. So please subscribe to our website, ajuicypairpodcast.com. Yes. See you there. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy, and you just listened to another episode of a Juicy Pear Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Each week, I have new content, and I love talking with creatives. Tell your friends and family. And if you're feeling led, hey, you can buy me a coffee on ajuicypearpodcast.com.